I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Living in the riches of my Lord and King. I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant man. Committed to Him in everything I do. Believe He'll come again. And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham. The Lord told me how He wants me to be to abide in Him and His Word in me. Anything I ask Him. Well, hello everybody, and welcome to today's broadcast of the Covenant Living Program. Glory to God! Everything we talk about has to do with our living inside the covenant that Almighty God made with Jesus and just put us in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what. Last time, on the, on the on last broadcast, we talked about living in the Word of God. How our life needs to be in the Word. We discussed our lot in life, but then we also acknowledged the fact that if you look around, and even in our own lives uh, to a large degree, most of us, we're not experiencing what we described in that last broadcast, spirit, soul, and body. We're not experiencing a lot of times in one area, let alone all three like we should. So we asked the question, what's the problem? And we talked about in Hosea where the Lord said, My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Well, knowledge of what? Knowledge of the Word. We're going to see that as we go along. And as I've been studying, oh my, 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 the Word of God is so rich. You dig in it deep and you get in deeper and then you want to dig deeper and it's just the Holy Ghost reveals things to you. And that's... That's part of what we're going to be doing. The The material that I have is probably good for this broadcast and two more and then, and then keep going. And so anyway, we want to we want to have a word of prayer and then we want to get right into the word. So if you need to, hit pause, go grab your Bible because you are going to want to follow along scripture by scripture, line upon line. Okay, so. Come on back, hit play, and let's get into the Word. Glory to God. Here we go. Father, I thank you for revelation, insight, concepts, and ideas of your Word. I thank you that the Holy Spirit has been sent forth and to shine the light on your Word. And we thank you and receive revelation so that we can not only be hearers of the Word, but be accurate doers of the Word of God. We thank you for every life changed today, every healing manifested, every financial miracle that results from the Word being preached today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God. All right, well... You know, in the last broadcast, we talked about how in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and how you can legitimately, from a biblical translation, let the Bible translate itself, substitute the Word, Jesus, God, 
light, life. And so what I want to I want to start today's broadcast by going over to the book of John. So if you would turn over, we are going to start in John chapter 1. I'm telling you, Revelation insight of the Word is so precious. It is far more than the value of gold and and rubies and precious gems. Far more. Alright, the book of St. John and chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. By Him who? By the Word. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was in was the light of men in him in who in the word yeah but it could be in god well yeah that's true because the word was god so in him in the word was life and the life was the light of men now drop down to verse 14 and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So here we see the Word equals God, equals Jesus, equals life, equals light. Hallelujah. One of the keys that has transformed a lot of people's thinkings was several years ago when Brother Kenneth Copeland introduced the concept that the that the Lord revealed to him of translate and meditate. And that was specifically dealing with the word Christ. Um, the fact that the word Christ means the anointed one and it means the anointing with which the anointed one is anointed with. Did you follow that? All right. So he really, really drove home the point of every time you see the word Christ, you need to translate and meditate that word. Because some scriptures lean more towards the weight of the word uh, being on the person of the anointed one. And other scriptures lean much more towards the... Uh, anointing with which the anointed one is anointed. For example, Philippians 4 says, um, we can do all things through Christ. Most people quote that, who strengthens us, but that's not what it says. Go back and check that verse out. It says, we can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth us. Now that puts the emphasis more on the anointing itself that the anointed one is anointed with. We can do all things through the anointing 
which strengthens us, enables us to do what we cannot do in in and of ourselves. So that's an example of translate and meditate. And the Lord has really been dealing with me lately to do that with other things. For example, um, and this is kind of going off topic here, but it's not really. It's coming back around. The word salvation or saved in the New Testament is comes from the Greek word sozo, which means soundness, includes healing, wholeness, prosperity, and protection. So anytime that you see that word, uh, for example, in Titus, where it says, The grace that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. Translate and meditate. The grace that brings protection. The grace that brings health and wholeness has come to all men. The grace that brings prosperity has appeared to all men. It just expounds and and expands our concept and our thinking of the Word of God. And that's where we're going with this. As we're digging into and living our lives inside the Word. That's what we touched on last time about why things aren't as demonstrable in our lives, if we're if our lot in life is to be complete and whole and lacking, wanting nothing in spirit and soul and body, but yet we look around and that's not happening, why is that not happening? Because we're not operating in the knowledge of our covenant, the knowledge of the Word. It's supposed to be our life, but for most people, it's our it's our facade that they put on on Sundays and Wednesday nights, maybe. And then they live, they live, did you catch that? They live, according to the world system, the entire rest of the week. That is not going to get it, my brothers and sisters. You have got to live the Word 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 52 weeks out of the year, day in, day out, As Joshua says, we're going to be looking at that in a little bit, meditate in my word day and night. Then some things will happen. But let's get back to the word. We saw where in 1 John 1, where uh, we can translate and meditate Jesus, the word, life, light. So go with me over to the book of Hebrews. We're going to be going to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. And this scripture is so rich with revelation. My, 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 my. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. For the Word of God. The Word of God. Now, that word, word specifically, is the Greek word logos, which primarily refers to the written Word of God. And that's one of the reasons that this scripture is so pregnant with revelation. As as we go along, you're going to see it. For the Word of God is alive. That word quick in the King James means alive. The Word of God is alive. The Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit 
of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So here again we see the word has to do with every aspect of our being. In that verse is contained spirit, soul, and body, joints and marrows, marrow, and specifically refers to thoughts and intents. So the word, the written word of God itself is alive. Now, I want you to notice what is the subject of that verse. Okay, the word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's alive. It divides asunder. So what what is what would you say the subject? Go back, go back to your English days. <laughs> what would you say the subject of that verse is? What's the word? The word is the subject of that verse. But notice in verse 13. <coughs> excuse me. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. Did you notice that? It's talking about the word. The pronoun refers to the subject of this verse before. But it says, Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So here we see the word being referred to as his and him. But it's the written word, but yet it's alive. Glory to God. So what's being talked about here? Well, the very next verse. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. The Word of God is alive, and His name is Jesus. Jesus is the Word. The Word is Jesus. Jesus is the living Word of God. The Word was made flesh and manifested among us. Glory to God. Now we've got two very solid witnesses that we have that right to substitute Word Jesus, Jesus' word. All right? Okay, so let's go on and walk a little further through this. And we'll see in John, Saint, going back to, back to the book of St. John. I should have told you to hold your place there before, but I didn't. Go back to the book of John, chapter 6. Hallelujah. John, chapter 6. And we're going to go way over into, let's see, John chapter 6, verse 63. It is the Spirit that makes alive. It is the Spirit that makes alive. Drop down the words that I speak unto you. No, I want to go back up there. It is the Spirit that maketh alive. The flesh profits nothing. 
the flesh, as far as living your life, which is what we're talking about. You're going to see that here in the next part. As far as living your life and being successful and your lot in life being completeness and wholeness and victory, the flesh profits nothing. This fleshly world and operating by the, the, the Babylonian system in the world, the flesh will profit you nothing. It gets you nowhere when it comes to living life in the faith lane. All right, so let's, let's go. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words that I speak, obviously this is rhema words, spoken word. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But the flesh will profit you nothing. All right? We're all tying this in together back to your lot in life. And how do you, how do you live a life where that is manifested spirit, soul, and body? My words are spirit and they are life. Now, let's go over to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 4, and we're going to be looking at, let's see, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now that word, word, is rhema. Every spoken word that proceeds out of the mouth of God is what man is supposed to live by. Not just bread and food for this physical body, but you're supposed to live by the word. And notice it says every word. I looked that word every up. You know what it means? Every. All of them. Well, how are you going to live by words that you don't know about? See what I'm saying? Remember we talked last time about not only is this the will, the covenant, but it's the user's manual that shows you how to enforce the will and the covenant. But you don't know it if you don't know the Word. And you have to live in it. You have to live it. You have to be a doer, not just a hearer, to know the Word. To have a revelation of the Word of God. So, my words, they are life. Man shall live by every word. Now, let's go on over to Acts chapter 17. The book of Acts and chapter 17. I told you we were going to do a lot of a lot of scripture looking up. Acts 17. And let's see. Verse Acts 17 verse 
28. 4. In Him we live and we move and we have our being. Okay, now, translate and meditate. For in Him, for in the living Word that is quick, that's alive, is powerful. In the Word, we live and we move and we have our being if we want to live life as we should and to the fullness of what He intended. In the Word, in the living Word is where we live and have our being. Now, Galatians 2, verse 20. Just over a couple books to the right. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I really enjoy it when the Holy Ghost connects the dots for you. And in a couple scripture, a couple uh, broadcasts from now, we're going to be going over the Holy Spirit's role in this and how, how it is absolutely essential that you, you allow His ministry to take a fullness in your life. And when we're going to see that, but not this broadcast. We've got a couple broadcasts to go before we get to that one. But I tell you, it's rich, rich, rich. All right. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And this life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Okay? So here we see in Galatians that we live our life here in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God. Now you talk about out of the mouth of the two of two or three witnesses. In Habakkuk 2.4, this is right, you don't have to we're not going to look up all these scriptures, but I just want you to write them down to make a note of how many times the word says the same thing. Habakkuk 2.4, Romans chapter 1, verse 17, Galatians 3. 11. It's Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. So actually just a couple chapters over. One, actually one chapter over. Uh, and Hebrews 10.38 all say that the just, that would be us, the just shall live by faith. I like actually the thing about it, you live in Him. We live and move and have our being. The just shall live and move and have our being by faith. Well, Brother David, I thought you said we live in the Word. That's true. (laughs) Check this out. Go on over to Romans chapter 10. The just shall live by faith. We got that well established in (laughs) multiple witnesses. Okay? But you go on over to Romans and uh, chapter 10. Okay, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then, faith, which the just live by, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And again, 
That word is rhema. Now you can see that borne out by the previous verses because he talks about how shall they hear if if they're not pre if, you know they're not preached or how th- shall they be preached if they're not sent? Okay, it's talking about the spoken word. Okay, in another couple broadcasts though, we're gonna see where it's not just the preacher, but a Holy Ghost anointed preacher is an avenue of preaching the word, which is how faith cometh that we live by. So it still comes out of the Word. The Word is our life. It is our our living. It is our, our manual, our life manual and blueprint of how to live in this fullness that God has for us. Now, as we begin to, to put the clinch on this thing, Go on over to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Hallelujah. All right, Proverbs. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings, or my words. Incline my ear unto my word. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For, because they are life, they are life to those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Keep your heart for with excuse me, keep your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. So again, we've got the word and we're talking about ears, listening, spoken word. We're talking about eyes, reading, written word. We've talking about the heart, the spirit. We're talking about the eyes and ears, the flesh. We're talking about keeping your heart with all diligence. And we're talking about health, Glory to God. Every aspect of life is in the Word. The Word is in it. So are are you getting it? In the Word is our life. That's where we live. And if we're not living in the Word, we don't have the knowledge of the Word that we need to fulfill our lot in life. And you'll perish. That word perish or my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge actually means they'll fail. They'll come short. And then also it is literally destroyed as well. So people fail. They come short of what they need to be in their lives. They are actually, they die young because of a lack of knowledge of the word because the word is not their life and they're not living and moving and having their being in the word so that they know their rights, they know their covenant, and they know how to enforce it, stop the devil from stealing it, and bring it into fruition and manifestation in their life. Now go on over with me to Joshua, and we will begin to wrap this up for today. All right, get this electronic Bible here all set up. Joshua, you know where we're going, right? 
Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. Alright, and let's start in uh, verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe... Okay, so you got to watch, you got to look, you got to read, you got to see in your eyes that you may observe to do. James says, let's be doers of the word, not hearers only. Observe to do according to all the law. Now, this situation, the law is the word. The law is what they had that proceeded out of the mouth of God for them, for their instruction in their life. Got that? You understand that? Okay. So when it says the law, it means the word. We also have the New Testament at our disposal and for our benefit. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand nor to the left. That thou mayest prosper. One translation says be successful whithersoever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou shalt make thy way prosperous and successful, and you shall have good success." So you get the word in your eyes. You get the word in your ears. You meditate on it day and night. You be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. And then you shall make your way successful and have good success in every realm of life. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about that word meditate. Because we're going to pick up in the next broadcast... And talk about the next step in applying what we learned in last broadcast, what we're learning, what we learned in this broadcast about the word and living in the word and having your being in the word. I can't stress that enough. Where this every time it says live, move, have your being, it means absolutely be completely saturated, saturated, fully immersed in the word of God. That word meditate day and night literally means, it means to mutter. It means to study. Okay, you've seen how to study the word last broadcast, this broadcast. It means to speak. You remember over there in Hebrews 4.12, it says, So then seeing that this high priest, our Jesus, the living word, let so that we have that high priest, let us hold fast our profession That word also means confession, what we speak. Meditate, speak, mutter, profess, confess the word day and night. Live it, move in it, have your being in it. Be saturated, be immersed in it so that you can know to do all that is contained within. Now, one of the last uh, words that that... The, the word meditate that I want to deal with here is imagine. Alright? Imagine. God gave the human man as a part of his soul in imagination. Now, 
We benefit from that. Satan is stuck with it. All he can do is try to twist things around, pervert what God has given. So what has he done? He's convinced men to use their imagination, and women, men and women, to use their imaginations to picture things that haven't yet manifested. That's what our imaginations are supposed to do in the Word. When the Word is in control of our imaginations, we see ourselves rich. We see ourselves healthy. We can see ourselves out with the kids playing ball. Or we can see ourselves with our spouse hiking through the mountains if we want to. Or, or, or being um, having the money to take a family vacation and rest in the Lord and give Him the praise and the glory for, for providing everything that for your heart's desires. We can see that when we're using cinder blocks with a piece of paneling on it for a table. Because our imaginations, we are seeing things and therefore putting words to it. Remember, words are a part of this meditation as well. Put words to our imaginations, which are seeing things that are not yet taken place in the natural. We call those things that be not as though they were as following God's example like Abraham did. That's what your imagination has been provided for by God. And it's also the thoughts and the imagination is the topic of our next broadcast and how that plays such a massive, massive role in producing the manifestation of living life to the fullest and living our lot in life in manifestation in this earth, spirit, soul, and body, as we talked about last broadcast, 1 Thessalonians 5.23 talks about. So, I hope you had a wonderful day today. We covered a lot of scripture, but we had to set the precedent of the Word and living in the Word and it being our life and being saturated with the Word and knowing the Word to manifest 1 Thessalonians 5.23. We had to set that precedence before we can go on to the next keys to success in producing that in your life on this earth right now. So, hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. That was a fast one. Lots of Word contained in there. Hey, I tell you what, I love you. Uh, if, if, if these broadcasts are blessing you, like I said, or, or if you have a prayer request, the information is there on your screen. Shoot us an email at david at weederministries.org. That's david at weederministries.org. And let us know if there's anything that we can pray with you about, uh, how the Word has blessed you. And, uh, and let's, just, let's just pray and, uh, and then we'll wrap this up. Father, I thank you. The Word has gone forth. The Word has been preached. The preached Word brings faith. And I thank You that faith is coming. Faith is coming. Faith is coming in all of the people who are listening and watching watching these broadcasts. And I am asking You, Sir, that for the manifestation in their lives, that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened to the Word being preached, and that their their lot in life, as described in your word, will begin to manifest and produce 
in their lives. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Well, have a wonderful, wonderful day and week, everybody. And in all you're doing, remember that Jesus is Lord.